Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Biden coming here to Brownsville, Texas, where I had the chance to speak with residents who are also small business owners about what they think about Biden's visit here. Watch. He's wasting his time. Mr. President, what are you doing here? By a stroke of a pen, you can stop this. You don't need Congress. It feels like it's a day late and a dollar short. I don't know what his purpose is, to be quite honest. We've had this situation for years. He has not shown up. It just seems... A little too little too late. So we have put a lot of work into this because of the neglect that Biden has caused for us here in in Texas. It's causing a problem in our communities. You've seen several murders now because of illegal aliens, and it's causing an economic impact as well. This is horrendous. I've never seen this before. I've lived here all my life. I was born here. My parents came here legally, and this is horrendous. Uh, Something needs to be done. President, thank you. Thank you. Uh, sir, I, w- I want you to know, your agents, my agents, they're mad as hell. Absolutely mad. The President Biden went to Brownsville, Texas, rather than going to Arizona, rather than going to San Diego, California, rather than coming to Eagle Pass, Texas, which has been the epicenter. What President Trump has seen right here is he's seen how his policies have worked, but he's also seen how he can expand upon those policies once he takes goes back into the White House. He has Welcome back on this Monday. Yes, Sleepy Creepy did eventually make his way down to the border. I agree with them about it being a day late and a dollar short. Um, you know, he obviously he's not going to go to Eagle Pass or any of the real epicenters like uh, the the, uh, sheriff there was upset about, he's going to go to the place where visually it looks okay, trying to uh, fool Americans into believing, because remember, most people that are going to be watching are going to be seeing this through a more liberal media outlet, and uh, they're going to see what they want them to see, that it's not as big of a problem as that this all these right-wing conspiracy theorists are making it out to be. It's a lot smaller than that, when in actuality, it's a lot worse than that, but that's, that's what they want you to see. This is all good PR for him, and he's going to try to sell you this pretty little package that, uh, you know, everything is not as what other people are saying it is, and we actually have the border more under control than, uh, than they want you to believe. The reality is we are being invaded daily. Um, I watched, a, I, I was watching a bunch of different news people over the weekend, and um, reporting from other countries where they are literally getting word that uh, plane loads of people are being flown from these country straight into the United States. They're bypassing the border completely. They're not even doing the march up to the border, which is being funded by George Soros and so many other left-wing groups that are trying to destroy our country. Uh, these people are being flown by the Biden administration on actual planes directly into different areas of the country. Now, they're not saying where these planes are taking them. All they know is that the planes are taking them over the border and they are being dropped off here 
uh, in our home uh, country. So it's worse than we could have ever imagined. You got to remember that the Democrats look at these people as they are their new voting, their new voters. They, they realize that they are losing the black vote. It's, it may be a slow process, but it's been slow and steady. The black vote is swinging back in the other direction. If they don't have the black vote, they cannot win the election. If the black vote is gone, they need to replace it. And the only way to replace it is by busing people into the United States. No matter what the damage is to the country, because for them, it has nothing to do with the country. They could care less about this place as long as they retain power. That's what this all comes down to. I think they're going to be quite surprised when they find out that not everybody that you're busing into the United States, not everybody that you're letting over the border are going to vote the way you want them to vote. I think actually a good portion of them are going to vote against you. Because they see what happened in their countries. The ones that truly left because they were, uh, their countries were in such bad condition, they're going to see a lot of the same signs that they saw in their home countries here in the United States, and they're going to vote against that because they know very much what all of us know, which is if, this, if we fall, there's nowhere else to run to. You're pretty much all done at that point. Um, so I think, they'll be, I think they're going to be uh, unhappily surprised in the end. But uh, everybody they're busting in here is not going to vote the way that they want. Uh, but that is what's going on. You know, this is a big ticket item for the election. I think this is important that people are paying attention to it. It's good that we see that both sides are paying attention to it. Most Americans are sick and tired of this, as they should be, because it has such devastating impacts on our economy and just our lives in general. We are seeing a lot of the drunk driving uh, killings of Americans where people shouldn't be in the country. We're seeing direct murders of Americans that shouldn't be in the country. We're seeing that known terrorists are coming across the border, and I'm sure there are plenty of them lying in wait to hurt people, and we're going to see some real attacks in the future whenever that uh, may come. You're seeing the strain economically it's putting on us because how are these people, how are we paying for what these people are doing? You could see even states like New York are calling for help because financially they can't handle the volume of people that they have there. It's destroying our country all the way around. It is designed to do that. Make no mistake. This is all designed by the Democrats and it's working as it's supposed to work. I think the only thing that they did not intend on was that everybody would get so aggravated by it. I think that they thought their side, their 50% or wherever that they thought they they thought they would be okay with what's happening and then they found out that probably 70 to 80% of that 50% are actually against the way they're doing this right now and I think that's the only surprise that they got in this entire situation. Uh, some things that I would like to point out, I think we should be a little bit happy about. Um, over the last couple of weeks, we have had some positive news, at least in my opinion. Mitch McConnell stepping down is, uh, is pretty big. Uh, Ronna, Ronna Romney McDaniel, McDaniels is stepping down. She's useless. I think that was a big thing. Fannie Willis Right now, she's, she is being destroyed in court right now, and I think that that is going to pretty much wrap up the Georgia case. Uh, Jack Smith may be unconstitutionally appointed uh, and, uh, and, uh, as a selection. There's a, a good chance that uh, the Supreme Court amicus brief uh, argued that corruption in the DOJ's, there's corruption in the DOJ's hiring of the corrupt Jack Smith and that it was unconstitutional, so we got to see how that pans out. Um, we also have uh, uh, 
Letitia James has been caught now spending millions of, uh, of dollars on hotels, travel, and uh, consultants with millions of their dollars coming from donor mules, which I think uh, is going to be beneficial to Trump because either these are all the Soros, crooked Soros DAs that are going after Trump because you know they hate this country and they're trying to take it down and they couldn't possibly tolerate seeing somebody like Donald Trump who actually cares about this country and wants to restore it back to its former glory in power again. Uh, a Rothschild has died. I'm not going to say I'm happy when anybody dies, but you know, with the amount of money that they put into things and the way that they've tried to uh, uh, change the world, you know, that's probably a positive for the country. Um, and America has noticed that the border is out of control. They have woken up. So I think those are some items that we've seen over the last few weeks that are pretty positive, and we're move. We got we're moving in a positive direction. And I think ultimately. Um, we will win in this battle. I mean, it, it, this is a war that's never going to end, but I, I think in the end we will win. Um, a big thing that's coming up, Super Tuesday uh, is coming up March 5th, uh, which is tomorrow, and um, the Supreme Court is going to rule whether or not Donald Trump can, it's legal that he's running for president. Uh, so that's going to be a big ruling we're going to we have to watch and see how that plays out and that's right before Super Tuesday um, so we're going to find out uh, uh, what happens with that today and um, Super Tuesday in case for some odd reason you don't know what that is Super Tuesday is uh, 800 I think it's what 800 and I should probably Google this but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here I'm going to throw a reckless number out because I'm pretty sure I'm right uh, but out of the 200 and, or 2,429 delegates uh, on the Republican side, I believe 854 of them are, are what is at stake on Super Tuesday. Uh, traditionally, Super Tuesday is the biggest day for the presidential primary calendar, uh, and I would expect that Donald Trump is going to wipe the floor uh, with any competitor there and probably will get, if not all, probably the, the vast majority um, of delegates, uh, and I, that really should end uh, any question about who the nominee is going to be at that point. So we'll we'll see what happens there. We'll also see what the Supreme Court says about him running, because I don't know about you, but I don't have a lot of faith in the Supreme Court these days. You know, uh, Amy Coney Barrett has not been what we hoped she would be. Kavanaugh tends to vote a lot with Roberts, who's a joke. So you got to watch how Kavanaugh can vote. So uh, you only really have two real strong conservatives. Uh, no, three, probably three. Three pretty strong conservatives out of the uh, six that are there right now. Because the other three are wishy-washy. Uh, so I'm not, I don't feel 100% secure in how they're going to vote. Uh, but I hope that they do do the right thing. Because there is, constitutionally, there should be nothing stopping President Trump from being able to run. There should literally be nothing. Uh, if you look at the Constitution and you read it, and the way it reads to me, and I'm sure it reads to anybody else, you can be a previous criminal and still run for president. You can. He is not. Uh, was, did he ever, has he ever formally been charged for insurrection? No, he has not. It has not been proven. He has never been formally charged for insurrection against the country. I mean, telling people to march down the Capitol and let their voices be heard peacefully and protest peacefully uh, is not calling for people to do an insurrection, especially unarmed people that went in, uh, went in there and, what, broke a few windows and stuff and did some stupid things. So I don't see any reason why 
um, they would stop him from running. I, I just – I don't see it. And if you read the Constitution, it's pretty clear. Uh, like I said, he's never formally been charged. He's never been guilty of insurrection. So th- this should be a pretty pretty much a slam dunk case. Uh, we'll wait and see. Not to mention, i got to be honest with you, they have to be thinking the same thing that I'm thinking, which is if you do say that the man can't run, you're going to have half of America – literally up in arms. I mean, you want to talk about a dangerous moment in American history? I know Nikki Haley will just be chomping at the bits, just excited to be the next Democratic president because she ain't no Republican. She'll be the next Democrat in line uh, if that happened. But I, I don't I don't know. I, I would be a little bit concerned for the country if that decision came down the wrong way that people are going to get real, real crazy. That's when I would worry that people are going to get crazy because now you've knocked this guy out of the race who has more support. If you look at all the most recent polls, he's beating Biden in head-to-head polls everywhere. Everywhere. I I just think it's literally throwing a gas can on a fire if they do something that stupid. I wouldn't put it past them because I don't think people in Congress or people up at the top end of the justice system there, I don't think any of them are that intelligent anyways. You know, I, yeah, great. You got book smarts. Congratulations. But I don't think in, in general, a lot of you people have any kind of common sense whatsoever. I think you people are stupid. You have to do what the Constitution says. The Constitution is pretty clear. He has not been charged with insurrection in any way, shape, or form. He's, it's, it's non-existent. In which case, nothing else prevents him from running to be president. So you better just let it roll because I don't, I don't know. I fear for the country after that if it doesn't go our way. And we'll have to wait and see what these idiots have to say today. Um, and then we'll move on to Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> and that should be the end of any doubt, any doubt in anybody's mind. That should, it should, should sum it up right there that Trump's the man. He's going to be the guy. He gets through the Supreme Court, and we get through there, and he gets the majority of the delegates, if not all the delegates. That should be the answer to the question. That should finally be the end. If Nikki Haley had any hope of being president, if these things both go Trump's ways over the next two days, there is no hope for her whatsoever. There is no future for her. She's pretty much all done, and she just needs to accept that fate and go slink back off uh, from wherever she's And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged.